Hello, and welcome to SaaS Marketing Insights, the show where we ask SaaS founders, CEOs, marketers, and investors about the lessons they've learned in their quest to grow their companies. My name is Paul Stevenson, and I'm founder and CEO of SaaS marketing agency, 47 Insights. On today's show, I have an interview with Ben Hayfley, co-founder at Foundry Platform. Hope you enjoy it. So, Ben Hayfley, uh, co-founder at uh, Foundry Platform. Uh, welcome to the show. Great. Thanks for having me. Happy to be here. So, um, as I understand it, Foundry Platform is very new. January of this year, 2019. Is that correct? Yeah, that's right. We've been working on it for a little over a year, but in January is when we launched our first open beta. So, we've got our customers in there now. Uh, uh, many are building their apps. We've had a few that have launched their apps, both on the web and on uh, the Apple App Store and Google Play. So, uh, yeah, things are moving forward. So, if anybody doesn't yet know about Foundry, uh, how what's your elevator pitch? How do you describe what you guys do? Yeah, so Foundry is a platform for people to create apps, either for phone or tablet or for the web on desktop, um, who don't have any programming or coding skills. So, uh, I'm one of those people. And I spent the, the last 10 years working in product management and product design at a SaaS company. And, you know, I'd always go home on the weekends and have these great ideas for cool new apps or software. And I couldn't build any of it because I didn't have the, the coding skills. And uh, maybe it was because it was just like a little too lazy to take the six months to learn how to code. But I always really wanted a product where I could do something a lot like creating mock-ups that we would make all the time, but have them actually be functional, real working software. So you guys have solved this problem for us all. Yeah, that's that's the hope. And so, you know, as we, we build more, we're adding more and more capabilities to the types of apps that people can build. Um, but it's definitely it's definitely a big problem in a big market, which makes the, the marketing strategy very interesting. Um, but, you know, so far we've had people that run the gamut from uh, aspiring entrepreneurs that don't have a technical member of their team to small business owners that want to be more efficient with their use of time. So they'll create a process and build it into an app. Um, and then we've also got some larger enterprises that are just trying to streamline their workflow and operate more efficiently. Um, at that larger scale as well. So uh, we're seeing lots of interest in this concept of anybody being able to create an app. And I think that's really because, you know, software is what's driving most of the innovation that we see in the world today. But right now, that tool has only been available to the 1% of people that have the coding ability or the people rich enough to afford to hire those people. And so our mission is really to unlock the creative power of software for the other 99% of people. Well, uh, I certainly sign up to that being a, a, a non-coder myself. Uh, I've dabbled, <laughs> like like many of us. You know, I can uh, I can get down and dirty and break somebody else's PHP or JavaScript, but uh, yeah, it's frustrating. Um, you know, especially for, <laughs> for for marketers out there who you know just just want to make something or entrepreneurs and just just get a result at the end of the day. Uh, it's uh, it's it is a big frustration. But um, you know, I think. I'm right in saying that a number of people have tried to crack this nut uh, over the last few years. So, uh, uh, you know, what, what's different about what you guys have created and, and, 
uh, how are you going about telling the world about this? Yeah, it's it's a great question and a good point. There are definitely other things that have been out there and tried. And, you know, one of the, the reasons why we got into this is because we really felt unsatisfied with what was currently out there in the market. You know, I said, um, I personally felt the pain of wanting to build something, not having to code. And these other, these other products just weren't doing it for me. Um, and partly because they took a very sort of programming oriented approach where it really was programming, but maybe they made it look like Lego blocks or something like that. Um, but then the other problem was that, so uh, I'm not a coder, but I'm also not really a visual designer. And so some of these products, it was, if you weren't really, really good at visual design, you couldn't make a very good looking app. And so one of the, the big trends in design right now is this rise of design systems like material design and others. And so we've really leaned into that trend and, and with our platform, you have the option to, of course, create your own looking thing, but you can also drag in pre-made components that are part of these design systems. And so people that know how they want the app to function, but don't necessarily have an art or design background can still make something that looks really amazing. I mean, the thing that's really a key to success is, you know, the experience of apps that you get on the App Store um, has really increased dramatically in quality over the last 10 years. And so people have that expectations of what they want to make as well. And with some of these older platforms that were trying to do this no-code app building thing, you would make something, and if it didn't look good, you would just kind of give up and walk away from it. So we want we want these apps that people are making to be really amazing, and so that's the level of quality that we're pushing ourselves for. And then you know your question of okay, how do we get the word out there about about this service? You know that's something that uh, is definitely something we're still working on, really honing in. Like I mentioned, we're pretty new in terms of opening ourselves up to customers. But so far, we've really tried to uh, focus on the kind of the bottom of the marketing funnel and starting with direct sales and talking to as many people as we can. So some of our very earliest strategies have just been attending conferences of people that are interested in the startup space, as well as uh, focusing on product managers and designers. And that's been really great talking to people directly uh, working with them to build their apps, make sure we've got the right product for them, but also understanding what what's the kind of uh, communication that we can have to reach those people en masse uh, once we start to move up the funnel a little bit. And then the other thing that we're doing is um, we've actually, several of us on the team have been blogging for a long time about design and innovation, both specifically with apps, but also just more generally as well. And that's been really important for us to get our heads wrapped around, like, what do we think design and innovation means and how, what are principles for being really good at it? And we tried to bake that into our product as much as possible, but it's also given us a lot of great content that we can use for marketing as well. And now that we've uh, gone ahead and launched the beta of our product, we're able to hone in more specifically on the types of articles that we're producing for our blog. Great. So um, essentially it's a, uh... It's about you guys uh, being advocates for it, going out, putting the word out yourselves, uh, and content marketing, uh, amongst other things. I was curious about your website because you don't have any pricing on there. Yeah, that's true. That'll that that's going to come up uh, when we do our more official launch, which is happening later this summer. Um, but our business model is uh, is like a monthly recurring standard SaaS model. Um, and so it, uh, it starts out at $99 a month, but the most common tier is $200 a month. 
and that includes having your app published to uh, iOS, Android, and web. Wow, neat. Um, so what's, uh, you know, who, you don't need, need to name names, but you obviously looked at this market and looked at uh, existing products that, that were in that space. And you thought that they were either too technical or too template driven. Um, so, you know, how did you go about thinking about how your product would differentiate? Yeah, we were, we had a number of problems that we needed to solve and we wanted to make sure that the apps that you could create were really powerful. Um, so like you said, sometimes you can get into a situation where you're, you're so constrained in a template that you can't build your idea, which needs to be unique in order to succeed in the marketplace. So we needed apps that were powerful, um, but also simple to build, but also that looked really great. And so achieving all three of those things at once is very, very hard. Um, and so we felt like nobody was firing in all cylinders in the market space. And so our differentiation is doing all three of those very well. And the way that we're able to do that is because we've got a really good team that's experienced in um, both on the engineering side as well as on the product design side. Um, so like I mentioned myself, along with one of my other co-founders, um, have been designing SaaS applications for the last 10 years. And we've learned a lot over the last decade about um, what that takes and how to make tools that are really easy for business users to pick up. Um, but also then they can produce work that they're really proud of. Yeah, I think that experience will put you in, in very good stead. Um, so uh, in terms of, you know, the roadmap, I mean, obviously the stuff that you can't tell us, but um, I'm just wondering, you know, did you start off with a, an MVP and you're, you've already developed beyond that? Or uh, did you start off with quite a, a full feature set? I wonder what your strategy was around that. Yeah, so we, when we first launched our beta, the kind of the bar was like, could, could the members on our team that weren't on the engineering side build apps that they had been thinking about for a while? And so the first time I remember it was happened in December, I was able to build an app that looked like what I was picturing in my head. It was just this amazing moment. Where I felt like a superhero. I was like, I can really build an app now. Um, and so that was kind of the bar for us. And that's when we opened it up to these customers. And we quickly realized that um, they all had like the same three features that they needed, uh, which was support for Android, support for notifications, and support for payments. And so that was great because we have, you know, a huge roadmap of all kinds of capabilities that we want to add to our platform. But when everybody's saying those same three, three things, it makes the decision very easy. And so we've since launched all those features and those customers have launched their apps. And so uh, that's what our platform is now capable of doing. And in terms of roadmap, you know, we're working on, we're just getting ready to release an integration with Zapier. So your app that your build can connect to all kinds of other apps. Um, and then we're taking learnings from all these beta customers and the things that they're finding frustrating or complicated about building an app and making those design experiences much, much smoother. That's great. I mean, uh, I think, as you've already found out, the customer feedback would be the, the key to, you know, giving you a sense of where you should go. I mean, obviously, you should never listen to any one customer, but, uh, <laughs> you know, if you keep getting the same feedback over and over again, uh, then you know you're obviously onto something. Um, I thought, I mean, 
my knowledge, as I said, I don't want to get too geeky. My knowledge of programming and uh, uh, and building apps is very, very limited. But uh, my understanding of it is that uh, both Apple and, and Google are looking for more features that actually uh, you know function with the phones themselves. So I think uh, Apple threw out some some apps because it said that they were too uh, kind of vanilla. They didn't really do much and they were they were sort of cookie cutter and they didn't integrate enough or use enough of the the phone's features i just wonder not technically how you got around that but but whether that was a consideration because you're working in a market where you know google play or apple uh app store they they could they're, they're gatekeepers effectively and so they can just shut you down yeah it's it's definitely it's definitely a concern something that we had to take into account you know, that's why we didn't go down the route with some other services in the past have tried this where, you know, it's just apps for churches or just apps for restaurants. And so by really focusing on that ability for these apps to be so powerful that you could build whatever you want, that that definitely takes the product less away from, oh, this is a cookie cutter to more. This is this is your unique app that you're building. And then the other thing that um, Apple in particular is very keen on is that it's it's the our customers, the builders of the apps themselves, they're submitting it to the app store. It's not right. being done through us. And so we enable that and we do the best we can to make that really easy for our customers. Um, but it's also one of the reasons why we also support web apps as well. Those are much, much easier to launch because uh, you can do it pretty instantly without having to go through an Apple review process or Google review process. Um, and so well, we'll continue to support all three platforms. Uh, web is definitely the lowest barrier to entry for, for customers building apps. Great. Um, that, that sounds fantastic. I mean, I think, um, I, I hope you guys have solved the problem because I think it's one that most entrepreneurs and a hell of a lot of marketers as well uh, recognize that, uh, you know, it used to be, so I used to uh, own and manage uh, like a web development shop in the UK. Oh, great. And, uh, and uh, you know, there probably wasn't a week that went by where we, we'd have somebody just breezing in and saying that they'd had a crazy idea for, for an app and could we build it and would we build it for a revenue share? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so I, I know this, I know this market quite well you know in the, there are a lot of people out there with a lot of uh, crazy but sometimes good ideas for, for apps and um you know they they want to build these things themselves they don't want uh to be paying thousands thousands of dollars uh they you know they they have an idea they want to realize it themselves and that was never something that um that, that we could offer people um and you know, we felt frustrated with that. Um, people were frustrated about how long it took to build apps, uh, the the process of going, you know, getting approval through the through the app stores. So anything you or another provider can do in the market to make that stuff easier, I, th I think there's a huge untapped market for it. Yeah, that's definitely that's definitely our hope. You know, the the economics of it right now are just what you described. It costs so much and takes so long to build an app going the traditional development route that you know people that are solving very niche problems just aren't even building an app. And so then you end up with all these little inefficiencies for these very micro problems that could be solved 
with an app, but there's just that big gap right now. But if we really bring down the cost to just a small monthly fee to build an app, I think we're going to see a world in which we've got a lot more of these little micro apps that are either for very small businesses or even just for your team within your large corporation for your one little process. That's maybe going to save you an hour a week from having to deal with, you know, a spreadsheet that you've kind of MacGyvered together. Um, mm -hmm. So that's that's something where we see kind of software going in the future with these kinds of platforms. So is there a facility within, you know, say, say I wanted to build an app and I wanted to monetize it. I guess you've just got to use the native stuff in the Apple App Store or whatever. You can't do anything outside of that. Um, yeah, so we do have support for you can enable payments in your apps. Um, and if, you know, you're publishing your app to one of the app stores, then you've got to follow their payment policy. If you're selling a digital goods, you've got to use the Apple and Google payment services. Um, but if you're selling a physical goods, like, uh, for instance, ordering food from a restaurant ahead of time, which one of our customers is working on, uh, you can use that through a Stripe integration. And so then you uh, don't have to give Apple and Google their uh, their 30% cut for those kinds yeah. of deals. You give Stripe 3.4% or whatever instead. <laughs> right. right. So um, am I right in thinking you guys are bootstrapped? Uh, yeah, we, we've been bootstrapped for a while. We just raised a little bit of pre-seed uh, capital um, that, uh, that closed last month. So uh, we're going to be, we're good for a little while now. Great. So uh, you spent your money and now you're spending somebody else's. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, but, uh, but we're also making revenue. So now we're just uh, on the path towards profitability. Great. Well, I think that's a, it's a really exciting time to be uh, talking to you. And, uh, you know, I wish you a lot of luck with it. Uh, I might have to take uh, some time one evening to have a dabble myself and, and see, uh, see if you've finally solved the problem. Yeah, that'd be great. Uh, you're more than welcome to try it out. Uh, foundryplatform.io is our website where people can, can sign up for trial and, uh, and kick the tires a little bit. Thanks very much for your time, Ben. Great to speak to you. Yeah, thank you. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Ben. For more info on Foundry Platform, please visit www.foundryplatform.io. For more info about this show and to get our links to iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher and YouTube, check out www.47insights.com. And if you have any SaaS marketing insights that you'd like to share on the show, please get in touch. Until next time. Thank you.